are onto the plate of the Seder. I do know that. Right. Uh, and you had mentioned earlier, and it's a good reminder, opportunity talking about the Seder, that there, uh, there's a shopping list and ways to prepare to do your own at home. Sure. And that's at victory.radio on the blog. Because otherwise, you'll forget. You yeah. all, there's always, every time, you forget something. So, gave you a good list there, and you can go on our blog and find that, as well as uh, what we call the Haggadah. Now, that is the telling of the story. The Seder means order. Haggadah is the telling. And so there is the Haggadah on there, too. So if you want to have a home Seder tonight, you can do that with everything we've supplied on our Victory.blog. And, of course, there is a link there that will open up the video, which will go live at 7 o'clock, which will be live at uh, the Church of War Hill. We're not having a, wit- a, a tonight service, Wednesday night service, a normal one, because we're hoping that you will have a home Seder tonight. So my 30 minutes or so is an introduction into that Seder. 30 minutes or so. I like that you had to add that. Uh, you know, it's me. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it can it actually be 30 minutes? It's the dream that, you know. But anyway, so that is going to serve as, and I'll be talking about some of these similar things, but in a much abbreviated form. So mm, yeah. hanging with us for this whole teaching, you're going to get several hours, whereas yeah. you'll get a snippet tonight. So this plate of the Seder. So let's talk about some of those things. Number one, the bitter herbs. The bitter mm. herbs. The most common is fresh horseradish. It recalls the bitterness of slavery to sin. It's grated by hand by the father till he begins to cry. And I literally do that. I always grate some fresh horseradish. And, uh, you know, you'll see on the video the pile of how long it took me to cry. So interesting thing about fresh horseradish. It's sweet and slowly heats you up like sin, which often tastes sweet at first, then bitter. The other interesting part of horseradish, freshly grated, if you eat it immediately, it's going to put like fire in your soul. <laughs> but if you let it sit a little while, it, the heat goes out of it totally and it becomes just the most delicious uh, thing to eat. And of course, this time I was not thinking. And as I was grating and I grabbed some because I remembered how much I enjoyed fresh horseradish and like to light me up. Dog even tried it and ran out of the room. So. Be mindful of how you handle the fresh <laughs> horseradish. Uh, the second item is haroset. It means clay. Haroset is a delicious blend of chopped apples and nuts mixed with honey, wine or juice, and cinnamon. Some people turn it almost all the way to mush to look more like mortar. I like actually like kind of chunky and you put it on the matzah and it's just really good. But this haroset, uh, it represents the bricks and mortar the Israelites were forced to make under Pharaoh's taskmasters. We taste the sweetness of God's forgiveness from sin. It's what Jesus dips his piece of bread into and gives to Judas. That's kind of significant. Salt is a Seder item, which comes from a Torah command. It's in Mark chapter 9. For everyone will be seasoned with fire, and every sacrifice will be seasoned with salt. Salt is good, but if the salt loses its flavor, how will you season it? Have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. So you have a salt shaker there or put a little pinch of salt in a bowl or a plate, and it's added to all the matzah. So, and also there's a small bowl of salt water that's used for dipping things in. So salt is pretty big, obviously, as that verse implies. Uh, it, the tears shed from a life of slavery to sin, the Red Sea, baptism, through that Red Sea in that sense. The salt reminds us to pray and ask God for help because he promised to hear us and help us. The Israelites groaned in their slavery, the Bible says, and cried out. God heard their groaning, and he remembered his promise with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And, of course, his promise 430 years before. So, 
A couple other things on the plate. The green vegetable, you can use cucumber or parsley. You dip it in the salt water and eat it. It represents the hyssop branches used to apply the blood onto the doorpost. Green is a symbol of life and springtime and represents prayer, which covers us with the blood. If you got kids... For a bitter thing, I generally use the parsley because it's, you know, you don't want to give your kid probably horseradish because that'll be the last time they'll do Passover with you. But uh, it, the parsley is just not very pleasant, but it's, you know, not quite as bad. Now, the other thing that you see on most Seder plates is a roasted egg. Now, this brings up a totally different question, which is we've had this conversation today. When is Passover? For goodness sakes, when is Passover? <laughs> so last night, so tonight... Like when I do the video tonight, I'll talk about tonight being the Last Supper. Technically, it was yesterday. I was thinking, I hadn't looked at the calendar right, and I was, got trapped in the Jewish calendar. I went, ah, I forgot how they changed the day. So last night would have been the Last Supper. Tonight would have been the official Passover, because he's dying on the cross right now right. from 9 o'clock until 3 o'clock. Hope you take some time today to just be still. Don't wait for Good Friday. It doesn't actually represent anything except when he's in the grave. But today is that day. So you may be wondering if last night was the Last Supper. Today he's hanging on the cross. How did he eat a Pesach lamb for their Passover meal at the Last Supper? What did they eat instead? Well, the answer to the question has to do with the roasted egg, oddly enough. They would have eaten the Hagiga peace offering. It's considered holy just like the regular Pesach lambs because they're slaughtered for that reason. Whenever extra meat was needed, the Hagiga was used. So it's just another lamb. They're, sl they're slain early to, to prepare for the extra meat that's needed. So it was divided three ways. Some you give to God, some to the priest, and the rest for the person who's bringing the lamb to fellowship with his family, with friends, and God. So that first night Passover Seder, what we call the Last Supper, is also about peace and fellowship with God, which is really cool. After the temple was destroyed in 70 AD, the Jews placed, of course, that lamb shank bone on the plate to represent the lamb. But they also put a roasted egg on the plate to represent the Hagiga offering. It's burnt, sometimes cracked shell as a reminder of the sacrificial offering. So it's always nice. So we, we put the egg on our plate, too, and you take some egg and you dip it in salt water. And who doesn't love a hard-boiled egg with salt on it? I mean, it is, it's the bomb. Okay, it's off the plate. But it's the most, one of the most significant things to pass over, which is the matzah. At the leader's place, you have three matzah stacked. It says, that same night they're to eat the lamb roasted over the fire along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. All right? So these three matzah are stacked near the leader, covered by either a white cloth or in a white pouch with three compartments, and it's kind of cool. These are a picture of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Now, I should mention the Jews don't believe in the, uh, God being triune. They don't believe in a trinity, just one God, so they only believe there's Father, even though Old Testament scriptures talk about the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You'd think that would be a clue, but no, it doesn't work that way. So the top matzah represents the Father, which is kind of cool. I wish they could get this concept because it really is cool. The top matzah if you ever start to do Passover Seders, at some point you're going to think, why don't we ever use this? Why do we have three in here if we don't use it? And so at some point in doing our Passovers, I used to just take the, pot, the top one and use it for other things. Until I looked and noticed that it's left there intentionally. 
The top matzah is never removed and never used. So instead of doing like what I did, just use it and pass it out, you should ask why. Why? Well, we know the sun, the middle matzah, left heaven, came to earth to take on flesh. We know the Holy Spirit, the bottom matzah, came to earth on Pentecost to baptize and fill us. The top matzah, representing the Father, he remains because none of his roles included coming to earth. So even the most basic thing that you wouldn't think of points so beautifully mm. to what God has done through this Passover meal. So I just, uh, it is a per- perpetual time of being blown away at uh, Passover. So there's much more to go. We're going to look at the middle matzah and the bottom matzah. Boy, oh boy, these two just, you could take hours on this subject. That's just amazing. Mm. So we'll continue with that next. And all pointing back to Jesus. Of course. These cross words the, from Passover to the cross with Ray Haynes. We've got more of it coming for you here on Victory 91.5.